Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Garage Game Day Sports. We've got another episode of the NFL playoffs for you this morning. We had technical difficulties last night here at Garage Game Day Sports, and by technical difficulties, I mean I forgot to turn the mic on when I recorded this episode last night. So here is to round two of the AFC Divisional Playoff matchups. We talked the NFC Wednesday. We're talking AFC here and who is going to move on to the AFC Championship Games. Let's get it started. We're trekking out to the Midwest. We've got the six-seeded Cleveland Browns taking on the top-seeded Kansas City Chiefs and their NFL best 14-2 record. The Chiefs had the week off last week and had the week off the week before that because they had clinched everything in the AFC. Lost week 17, but benched pretty much everybody, resting them up for the divisional round of the playoffs. So really 14-1 and on the year, uh, if you ask me. Best team record-wise in the NFL. Tons of teams playing really good football right now. But uh, the Chiefs just turning it on on offense. You know, averaging nearly 30 points a game. Only team in the NFL with over 300 passing yards a game. That's, of course, due to Mr. Patrick Mahomes and that embarrassment of riches he has at his disposal on offense. We all know the names. Travis Kelsey, tight end. Wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. You got CEH, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the backfield. Just uh, a ton of weapons at Mahomes' disposal. Seems to score at will. Has been up and down a little bit at times, you know, kind of playing down to their competition a little bit, but for the most part, just blowing people away with that offensive firepower. They're welcoming to town the Cleveland Browns, who enjoyed their first playoff win in a long time since 1994. They blew the doors off the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first quarter, but kind of had to sweat it out a bit when Pittsburgh made their big run. I know Cleveland fans, my well, myself included, I'm not a I'm a Cowboy fan, not a Brown fan, but I was cheering hard for the Browns in this one. Had me sweating a little bit, seeing if the Browns could hold on to this after just blitzing the Steelers for 28 points in that magical first quarter. Four touchdowns in the first quarter. Picked off Big Ben a couple of times. Had that fumble, of course, early in the, on the first snap of the game. Snap goes over Big Ben's head. The Browns recover in the end zone for a quick 7-0 lead, and it was all downhill from there for the Steelers. Browns jumping out to a big lead, holding them off 48-37. Uh, raise your hand if, if you believe the Browns will score 48 playoffs in a playoff game. Now put them down because you're lying. The Browns playing the Chiefs. This is going to be a very interesting game. The Browns have to play smart yet aggressive. And I think Baker Mayfield, their quarterback, has been doing a fantastic job of that, taking care of the ball. He's one one turnover in his last 10 games. He's playing very smart football right now. Coming up against the Kansas City Chiefs defense that you know doesn't get after the quarterback a whole lot. And, and their defense definitely de- needs work. Both teams in this game, you know, near the bottom in several defensive categories. But both offenses can generate a ton of points. So I look for a lot of points to be scored in this game. The Browns are going to have to jump ahead. Uh, Baker's going to have to, of course, take care of the ball and get his running game involved. You know, we saw Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both run the ball at different times very well for this Browns team. Kareem Hunt, of course, going up against his former team in the Chiefs. So he's going to want to get them involved. And he's got plenty of weapons of his own. You know, he's got Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins. You've got your dual threat, your your two-headed monster at running back in the backfield. You know, of course, you lost OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. earlier in the year, but he's still got plenty of weapons. 
but he's going to have to take care of the ball. Take some shots downfield on that Kansas City secondary. Take some shots. Try and get some points early the way you did against Pittsburgh and try and jump ahead because Kansas City, whether they're ahead or behind, we saw this last year. They spotted the Texans a 24-pack in the first round, in the first half of their divisional round game against the Texans, and they caught them by halftime. So the Browns are going to need to keep their foot on the gas, limit limit turnovers. They're going to have to win the turnover battle. They're going to have to win it. I, I don't expect them to win quite as handily as they did against the Steelers, but they're going to have to win the turnover battle by at least two, I think, to really have a big chance of winning this game. And uh, on the defensive side, it all starts with Miles Garrett. You know, Miles Garrett, 12 sacks on the year, four forced fumbles. He knows how to, how to get after the quarterback. He's a veteran. He'll put pressure on Mahomes, try and get the ball out early, try and help that secondary keep those guys in front of him and not behind him. You know, going to want to limit the big plays. Garrett can Garrett can kept, definitely help with that. And uh, try and get Kansas City on some third and longs. You know, just like with any team in the league, you know, that kind of takes away your running ability on third and long, but also kind of helps your secondary ease into things, helps the linebackers. So I think Garrett can uh, definitely put pressure on Mahomes, maybe generate a couple sacks, maybe a forced fumble or strip sack or something like that. And uh, the Browns do have some good news coming out of their secondary. Denzel Ward, Kevin Johnson, both activated off the COVID-19 list. So they are both all systems go for this game. So the Browns going to need all their secondary at 100% or as near 100% as possible. They're going to have that, and they're going to need it to stop that Chiefs offense. Um, both both teams just, just generate a ton of points. And I know the Browns' first time... In this position in nearly 30 years, you know, they're going to be hyped up. They're going to want to come out guns blazing. So are the Chiefs. They're well rested. You know, there's always the rest versus rust argument. If the if the Chiefs are going to be too well rested and might come out a little flat footed and a little, you know, and a little tight. And the Browns might come out with some early points. Um, I just really like the Chiefs in this game. I know the, the this is the biggest mismatch on paper. But, of course, you go out and play the games, and Baker's been playing as good as any quarterback in the league, taking care of the ball and distributing the ball. And uh, you got Kareem Hunt, of course, in his revenge game against the Chiefs, going to want a ball out. Him and Nick Chubb will definitely help dictate the pace. But I just like the Chiefs in this game in a, in a big shootout at Arrowhead. I like the Chiefs 41-27. I think the Browns can hang with them for a half. But the Chiefs remind me a lot of Alabama, that you're not going to be able to stop them. You're not really going to be able to contain them. You're just going to have to outscore them, outshoot them. And the Browns, as good weapons as they have, they don't have the weaponry that the Chiefs have. I don't think they can generate the amount of points that they're going to need to beat Kansas City. So I've got the Chiefs. Uh, I've got the Chiefs and the over, and I've got the Chiefs with the points. I think it was about a ten-point spread or so. I've got I've got them winning by two touchdowns. I think they'll pull away late. So I've got the Chiefs advancing to the AFC Championship game. Well, they will take on the winner of our next game and the final game I'm reviewing of Divisional Weekend. I think it's going to be the best game of Divisional Weekend. The Baltimore Ravens taking on the Buffalo Bills at Old Orchard Park. 50% chance of snow. Temps in the 20s and 30s. So it's going to be cold. It's going to be football weather. You're going to probably see a lot of running in this game. I know Josh Allen will probably still get his numbers through the air. But that snow might hamper things a little bit. But I'm going to love watching this on TV, man. This is just going to be an awesome game. Close game. Both teams riding high. Riding on long winning streaks right now. You know, Baltimore, winners of six in a row. Had that big win over the Titans. That revenge game from last year when the Titans blasted them 
in the divisional round last year. They avenged that loss. Lamar Jackson got his first win as a as an NFL player, his first playoff win. So he got that under his belt. That might take off some pressure. You know, he's been kind of getting some flack for he can't be he can't win in the playoffs, even though he's only 0-2 and he's still a young quarterback. So I don't really agree a whole lot with all that talk. Um, but he did get his first playoff win. They got it done on the ground. You know, Lamar's not really going to wow you through the air. He certainly didn't last week, you know, didn't throw a touchdown pass, but did run for two touchdowns and run for a buck 30. 48 came on that big touchdown run in the second quarter. And I think it really swung the momentum of that game. Um, it was, I think it was 10-10 or 10-3 in the second quarter. And Lamar just peeled off that large run, got in the end zone, scored the touchdown for the Ravens. And I think the momentum totally switched to Baltimore and uh, and they never turned back that defense sure hit another level and they smothered Tennessee's running game you know Derrick Henry the rushing leader by a long shot 2,000 yard season held him to 51 yards so that Baltimore team knows how to play in January knows how to play in the cold they know how to run the ball and they know how to stop the run those are two big ingredients for playoff success Um, the Bills have just looked good all year that offense, especially Josh Allen, he'd be second in my MVP voting. If I had a vote, I'd have Aaron Rodgers first, and I'd have Josh Allen second. Kid has just been on another level this year. Accuracy, mechanics, footwork. He's a dual threat on the ground. He can get you touchdowns on the ground as well as through the air. He's just been playing fantastic. And the chemistry he has with Stephon Diggs, of course. Diggs leading the league in catches. Um, that chemistry they have, I think, rivals Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams out in Green Bay. Um, that chemistry they have is just off the charts. This is Diggs' first year, of course, in Buffalo. Then you've got John Brown, who's kind of up and down. He's kind of inconsistent, but you've always got to account for him because he's got that big playability to just bust one and get you a quick touchdown. That's just demoralizing for a defense. And then you've got, in my opinion, the heart and soul of that offense, Cole Beasley, uh, who was playing through a, through a knee injury last week, but just every catch, fights for every yard, gets you a big third down, can keep the chains moving, which will keep Baltimore's offense off the field. He's just huge. They can score with anyone. You know, the Bills, second in the league in scoring average. They average just a tick over 31 points a game, so they can definitely sling the rock, and they can they can pound the rock as well. you got Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, two uh, more than capable running backs who can keep the chains moving for Buffalo also. I'm looking for a couple of, young, uh, a couple of linebackers to make plays in this game for Buffalo. I'm looking at Tremaine Edmonds. And Matt Milano, uh, you know, they're definitely going to have their hands full trying to stop the run of the Ravens. This Ravens offense first in the league in rushing. You know, they can just generate a ton of rushing yards and eat up a ton of clock. You know, they won the time of possession battle by Tennessee over Tennessee by more than seven minutes. So that's seven minutes they had. And that seven less minutes the Titans got to operate with Derrick Henry by by just stuffing Derrick Henry that also limited Ryan Tannehill that made them one dimensional and then they could kind of see Tannehill didn't you know didn't do a lot through the air with the Titans and he had a really good year so the Ravens are hoping to duplicate that success um, here in this game but J.K. Dobbins I think is going to be key in this game helping Lamar Jackson run the ball you know we've seen Dobbins get the rock he's been carrying 10 15 times splitting the carries with Lamar. So J.K. uh, won't be J.K.ing Saturday night. He might find the end zone once or twice on this Buffalo defense, so they're definitely going to have to account for that. Uh, The matchup I've got for this game, though, 
you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, and I think some guys and girls will appreciate this, but I've got a uh, six-man tag, six-man tag match, a trios match for my matchup of the day. It's going to be the Bills wideouts, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley taking on the Ravens corners, Jimmy Smith, Marcus Peters, and Marlon Humphrey. I think that Diggs-Peters matchup would be pretty interesting. I don't know how long they're going to be paired up together throughout the day. You've got Diggs' playmaking ability. you got the ball-hawking skills of Peters. Um, you've got Marlon Humphrey, Pro Bowl corner, you know, can make plays, veteran guy. And then you've got Jimmy Smith, who's healing himself up, didn't play a whole lot in the Tennessee game. The Titans don't like to run a lot of three wide receiver sets. So Jimmy Smith was able to to rest those nagging injuries and come back. So he should be close to 100% this week. So they'll have all their defensive guns in place in this game. This is just a tough, tough game to call. I've been back and forth on this game several times. Um, I'm just going to have to go with the home team. I can see this going either way, but I think Josh Allen makes plays through the air and with his legs, and I think those linebackers can help at least contain Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins in that running attack. Um, They're best in the league on third down. The Bills can extend drives, those long sustained drives that'll wear out a defense and also keep the Ravens running attack on the ground. I think if the Bills jump out to an early lead, you know, that can help things especially if they're up in the second half and Baltimore has to somewhat abandon the running game that might force Lamar to throw more. And, um, if you're the bills, that's what you want. You want to take away the running ability of Lamar and of JK and avoid that, that running ability of the Ravens to really hit their stride. So I'm going to go with the bills in a close game. I think the weather will have somewhat of a factor in this game, but I do like the bills 28, 24 to move on. So Bill's Mafia, start making your reservations now. Start hitting up the hardware stores in Kansas City. Get your folding tables because I think y'all are going to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. But that's these are my predictions. Garage Game Day Sports, that concludes another episode. Feel free to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Like our page on Facebook and follow our podcast and our episodes on Spotify. My name is Louis Longoria. I will see you guys next time. Enjoy Divisional Round Weekend. I know I am.